Welcome, and thank you for joining the FinGen Show. It's really an honor for me to be here with you, and I appreciate you tuning in. Over the past 30-some years, I've been blessed to ask this question, which is, what is an entrepreneur? And I've been lucky to interact with over 1 million individuals and groups of people all over the world. And what I've learned is that every single person gives you a different answer, sometimes multiple answers. And every person define entrepreneurship or entrepreneur in the way they want. I've heard it from you're not an entrepreneur unless you have put payroll on your credit card. You're not an entrepreneur unless you rest everything. I've heard you're not an entrepreneur unless you did X, Y, Z. Everybody had their own way of explaining what an entrepreneur is. And while, of course, I respect every single person's opinion and every person's idea of what an entrepreneur is, of course, there's an official definition of what an entrepreneur is. Not necessarily that I will agree with the official definition of what the entrepreneur is based on our interactions globally. And of course, you could look that up. I'm not going to you know, spend time on things that you could find on the net. <laughs> These are the things that, yes, of course, the entrepreneur on, according to the dictionary, it's someone that takes a risk and you know, in return of rewards. Sure, but what we've learned, and many of the educators in the space and entrepreneurship space agree to, that entrepreneur is really a mindset. It's a way of thinking. It's looking at something and saying, there's an opportunity here for me to provide a service or a value, or there's a problem here that I'd like to solve. And that's really what it's all about. In our discovery of what entrepreneur is, asking these questions for millions of people all over the world, we learned that while each one of them had their own answer, they all had a common theme. They all saw an opportunity to service or opportunity to provide a product or to invent a technology or whatever the case is and respond to something that they saw or something that they were hoping to see. And sometimes it was a problem in the community, meaning <clears throat> there, was, there, there was no a grocery store in the five mile or 10 mile, or a mile radius. So sure, at that case, you wanted to create this new place because there is a problem. For me to get a grocery item, I have to drive or walk or reach five or seven miles away for me to get that. And there's enough density for me to be able to sustain a store based on the population living in the community. And sometimes it was not a problem. It was actually just an opportunity. There was plenty of resources or other things that are happening in the community, but you chose to because you figure out a way to repackage the items, deliver a better service, deliver an outstanding customer service, deliver a new way of reaching the product or service, bring in the product or service from a new spot. So therefore it's a new flavor, a new taste. There are all kinds of things that entrepreneurs have done to really either create these opportunities that they're seeking or solve the problems that they were looking at. And what we learned is many times the reason why individuals or economic development agencies or people who support entrepreneurs sometimes and understand where the entrepreneur is, is because the failing communications of the entrepreneur to communicate their idea or their concept to 
I'm going to call it the non-believers per se, right? Or the non, um, you know, Kool-Aid drinkers or whatever you want to call it, right? And part of it was if you were not able to articulate your story as well as have information to back it up, it was hard for people to understand. We've used an image from Kaufman Foundation that we have loved over the years to really articulate the four methods of what an entrepreneur journey could go and look like and helping them unfold how they could reflect on themselves by articulating the story in a more meaningful way to engage others in their journey. While many entrepreneurs, as you all know from the book, The E-Myth Revisited, Michael there speaks about that many of the entrepreneurs are technical entrepreneurs. And what that really means is they have a technical you know, skill, a technical hobby, whatever you wanna call it. So an accountant or a lawyer or a technician or a cook decides to venture to the entrepreneurship pathway. And in the process, they discover that they really don't really like the managing part of the entrepreneurship. They don't really like the seeking new opportunities of the, you know, of, of the entrepreneurship pathway. They really loved or enjoyed the technical skill that they were doing. They're a technician, they loved fixing the computers or whatever you want to call it, or fixing the cars. If they're a cook, they loved the cooking piece of it, and so on and so forth. And what you will discuss, what we discovered through our journey is that. It's absolutely true. While many of them are technicians, there are also, we saw many that have nothing to do with the field ever before. They just saw an opportunity. On some of the podcasts you will hear from us, you will notice we've interviewed some individuals that they knew nothing about the industry. They knew nothing about chocolate, but they loved chocolate and they had a passion for it, or they had a, you know, an, a, a, a desire to have a better chocolate per se, right? And they just kept seeking and then stumbled on opportunities that helped them uncover what would it take for you to make this yourself or what would it make? And then initially they started doing it for themselves and they started offering it to their friends and family and then they're starting and offering it to other people. And that's really what a lot of entrepreneurs that we work with, which is, you know, usually underserved and, you know, communities or un, uh, underprivileged communities, minority communities didn't have the resources to go out and get a loan to start a business they didn't want to take even the risk of doing that so they started small they started with what they had in their hands what can i do with what i know or what i could learn and then slowly started unfolding the market that potentially start giving back to them saying yes or no or maybe and many of them kept on going while in the first initial phases, they might've heard no's, they just believed and knew that there was something more to it than the few people that they've interacted with or a few hundreds or a few thousands. And they kept on going. One of the things I learned from working with the entrepreneurs, I was to ask, so you telling me that nobody wants this, fabulous. How many people did you talk to? They're like, well, I talked to 10. So I respond. So you're telling me that 10 people out of 7 billion people in the world told you they don't want this and you really believe that. Or the other way around, 10 people out of 7 billion people told you yes and you really believe that 7 more billion people will tell you yes. No matter which spectrum you're laying on or you're believing in, the reality is there's much more to it than what we're seeing. So just keep on unfolding and keep on going and welcome to the entrepreneurship pathway. Thanks for joining. Talk to you soon.